Happy National Prayer Day. Stay prayed up. God bless you. Dutsara saved my life. Hello everyone, it is me. I would like to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. I hope that everyone here is able to spend the day with those who are important to them. Why does not America look like Dubai and Germany? And why doesn't America look like Russia and Persia? And where the f is the money going? So I know Trump is innocent. I support Trump against this corrupt, two-tiered justice system. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. So I'll be honest, I thought I was in blades of glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down, and then I realized, holy so I know we talked about this yesterday, but with some of the feedback that I got, you know, I feel like I need to do a part two. I just want to let you know, just because your dog is raised in a black household does not make your dog black. Sending positive vibes and good energy to everyone. Let's have a day, people. So even though the podcast is doing really well and the uh, response has been great, I am going to take a pause on it for now. We are not able to get the type of guests that I'd like on the show, like say Jack Harlow or Drake or Post Malone. So anyways, in reference to this like part two of the previous video, uh, this man tried to claim he thought, he thought my ass was too round. Claims that his job has cost him several relationships. Please welcome Robert Faggot. When opportunity knocks, I answer. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is or where I am, I'm gonna full send that thing. Let's have a Friday, people. Welcome to Dudes R Us. We are locked in this week and will never be stopped. We are the best dressed yuppies in the podcast industry. Please review us on Spotify and iTunes. Why? Let's fucking go. How funny is that? <laughs> that was what made my, uh, that's what, made, that was like my favorite clip of the intro. I was like, damn, I might just rewatch the Sopranos again just to get that clip naturally come up. That fucking TV show is... But I don't believe them. The best, <laughs> best TV show I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. It, it should be everybody's. I tried to watch The Wire, but I, it was it just seemed too dated. You know? They're like, oh, man, we're fucking these badass cops, and here's our flip phones and beepers. And our, our computer and our uh, dude, and our a cruiser cop. is this gigantic computer. I'm a dirty cop. <laughs> Baltimore. I almost got uh, almost fucked up on the audio, Jared, from your uh, unplugging the router halfway through the pod. Oh yeah, and it sounded fine when no, I, I listened. 
I didn't what, realize what? there was two clips. Oh, it was like that crazy episode where there's just like 20 minutes where my audio isn't there. It made it so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you do listen to those, that's you should just put that in your rare, rare episodes because no other podcast is doing it like that. Yeah, that's very true. No other, no other podcast. The first episode is just excessive echoing. That's the everything bagel podcasts. Rare, rare as fuck. Yep, you can't touch that. Ah, man. Well, if we can get that me undie money, we can get a Jamie. Then we can have an audio engineer. That's all right. Did take any any type of sponsorship at this point. Well, uh, I'm still with the idea that if we get enough of a followership, we can take my vacant lot and build a podcast studio on it. Dude, oh, we yeah. Just, we need people to review the podcast. We get more and more listeners every episode, but people need to, you got to fucking do your part and review us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. give us a, give like, us five like stars on iTunes. Give us a whatever, a thumbs up on Spotify. Yep. Don't leave the fucking Reddit. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. It it ruins me emotionally for like a whole week. Yeah, shout out to uh, Wheat Grower on Reddit. We'll keep we'll keep doing that forever. Anybody else you want to show yourself, you'll get a shout out too. Yep. Comment on my uh, comment on our dumb posts. Jared, have you played a game of Call of Duty yet? No, I did the. I don't know. What am I supposed to do? You got to learn how to play. You got to play team deathmatch. Start just fucking dying, and then you'll figure it out. You know what you should learn how to play on is shipment 24 7. Little tiny map. You're just going to. So here's what I didn't want to do when I I first downloaded it because it seemed like everything, all the options for multi, for were like team stuff. Mm hmm. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to get put on a team when I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because then everyone will just be mad. There's it, three it, of those um, people every fucking game. Every team has like two guys that don't know what they're doing. It also uses um, skill-based matchmaking, so you will only be put in with other new people. All right, fine. Because yeah. if you were to like just be put in like a fucking game with just like general population, there'd be some kid who just plays all the time and you would just die. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, I've got two hours in the middle of my work day tomorrow that I'll just just do that. It matches you with people of like skill. Fucking people just sliding all over the place. I hate it so much. Stop fucking sliding and shooting me. Strafing around? No, slide canceling. Fucking hate that I don't know what that means. I hate the, uh, you know what I'll never play is the Call of Duties, even the newest ones, if it's like a futuristic Call of Duty. Nope. I need real war. I need real war, guys that are fucking I like that real. One. I need Modern Warfare. That's why I played Modern Warfare 2. It's real. I nope. liked um, uh, Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfighters, Advanced Warfare. You had like a little jetpack thing on you. <laughs> Oh, you're Halo. You like Halo, so it makes sense. I've never. I need that shit to be fuel PTSD all all fueled through them and fucking shooting off rounds. I did twenty minutes of firing range. Guys screaming, screaming for their lives. 
<clears throat> Sniping's fun, Jared. If you just get really good at sniping, you'll be a huge asset. Mm-hmm. I'll get good at everything. Quick scoping. Just sit in the back and just... Well, I mean, if you're saying you like realism, why don't you play the Battlefield games? I'm not sure. I played PUBG for a while. I like that a lot. PUBG. I think if you have um, Game Pass Ultimate, you get the EA thing for free, too. And Battlefield, I think it's three. What is Battlefield? Is that the most realistic one? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a little bit different. Like your um, bigger bigger teams, bigger maps. You can still play deathmatch if you want. So you can still play like pretty quick games. Uh, games take longer. Most of them are objective based, and uh, like sniper shots, you have to actually use the dope on your scope so that you can lead and like shoot above because it has bullet drop. Oh, like those uh, fucking little slash marks on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so you would need to sight it in and then look and be like, okay, they're that far. I need to go up two clips on my scope to be able to actually hit them. Ah, damn, that's sick. I got fucking unbelievable at the one um, that had the Vietnam, like a DLC for it. I got unbelievably good. My parents would come out at like three in the morning and be like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) I must have been like 15 when the game came out. I'm saving this country. Yep. Like, all right, hang on, I gotta play another game. And they're like, How many of you played tonight? It's like, I don't know, like 150. Damn. I played that. See, I was uh, at Call of Duty War at War. I was like, fucking uh, playing the ML, uh, MLG fucking matches. I had Damn. a fucking squad. We were on MLG all the time. There was a time when that's pretty dank. There was a time, though, when I was laid off and had no responsibilities, and I played Destiny, the first one for probably like eight to ten hours a day it's pretty embarrassing to admit to but no that's how it goes dude play literally for like 24 hours yep you just fucking wake up at like noon and then just play that shit until like seven the next morning pretty much what i was doing unfortunately i don't have the personality for streaming or else uh I definitely had the time commitment. Jared, is our is our great pal Pando still on? Um, is he retired? I don't want to say retired. He's just like focusing on bartending the, the meat space right now. The meat space, the real world. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's um, cool. I'm into that stuff too. Yeah, it's whatever. Well, we love him. God bless his soul. Yeah, I think he'll be back. He's just kind of, you know, focusing on careers and stuff. We all got to do that every now and then. Okay. You know what, though? So you know we love him? Yeah, he does. I'll let him him know again. I'm probably going to see him on Wednesday. Okay. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah, Shouts out to this guy on Twitch that I've been following since like 2013, and he pretty much only has one viewer or two viewers every single time he streams, and he's still doing it. Dude, hell yeah. He's still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen, I think the most I've ever seen him have in a single stream is 10 people. 
it's kind of wild still doing it bro 10 years fucking 11 years later he's still doing it <laughs> um yeah every now and then when i was like watching i mean in particular watching hey pando and then you get dumped into a, you know into a different streamer yeah. on a raid or whatever and it'd be like yeah it'd be somebody who's been streaming for 10 years then just has like four regular viewers that's honestly cool hey i'm glad we're past that mark on uh, listeners at least <laughs> um yeah for sure that's just somebody who is like their favorite their favorite streamer is like super positive is like anybody can do this just i struggled <laughs> this dude's like one day dude 10 years in getting better every day gonna break through just takes one break one year it just takes one big break it's true i mean it's it's weird because i mean there are some streamers that i would watch like um like when the legend of zelda games were you know new there was these streamers point crow and small ant and they're like like hard to say like entertaining necessarily it's just like they play the game well and they like talk the whole time but i'm like i'm not like you're like have charisma or anything no riz um so i don't know i do kind of think that there's there there's a lot of luck to it of just kind of getting a footing and being consistent one of my good friends from growing up did it and he has a pretty he had a pretty good following and a pretty good like a very active discord and everything and then he just stopped just stopped one day i think he was like right at the precipice of being able to make it like an actual because he was had subscribers was making money get donations and everything and then he just fucking stopped gave up on the dream i mean again i'm not i haven't talked to pando about it so i don't know what his sort of mentality specifically about twitches but that was kind of like I mean, he got like invited to twitchcon mm-hmm. you know, he'd routinely have like I mean, he was a twitch partner or probably still is a twitch partner i would routinely pop in and see like almost 200 viewers um let's talk about him like commentating the geoguessr whatever they were calling it geoguessr world cup or something um, I don't know. You just gotta make life work, though. Bro, imagine being so good at geocaster. You're in a world. <laughs> that dude, I can't remember his name, but the one that everyone talks about. The one on Instagram. The one on Instagram, but they'll send him just like a picture. Be like someone's shoe. It's like that's Ukraine. <laughs> I can tell. I see, by the blood on it. He I see him get work. tagged on Cartelgram all the time. People just be like, work. "Oh, hey, find a, uh, you know, when people when the cartel gram posts some coca field or whatever." It's funny. No, he just says that to the yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he puts in the fucking work before, and then just fools everybody. Yeah, very uh, true. Um, uh, Western Germany. <laughs> <laughs> before that, he's three hours on fucking. good looking around maps of where it could be well the crazy like the meta stuff that i did learn even just watching panda stream where it's like they do get 
like to be good at it, they have this like encyclopedic knowledge of like what do the like stripe what countries have what kinds of stripes on the mm-hmm. road and like is it white stripes or yellow stripes is it double stripe or single stripe like what do the bollards on the side of the road look like what are their stop signs like all that shit and you're like you just like learn like have this entire like database in your head of all these different things like when they explain how they got to it and you're like damn you've just memorized like soil color and the types of pine trees that grow places and bollards and all this shit. It's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So they're autistic. Yes. I mean the good, yes. That stripe on that shoe is, is very Ukrainian. Uh, that's a Jew tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Leather shoes, leather shoes, Brooklyn. (laughs) <laughs> i'm seeing so so this is actually a dead giveaway see when you're when you see here that there's um hasidic jews crawling out of sewer grates that's a dead giveaway that you are in crown heights brooklyn uh let's see here uh champion sweatpants two hard butts uh diner in nashville <laughs> <laughs> now if there's if there's an odd number of hard-boiled eggs <laughs> It could be that could mean that it's Kentucky, but here we have six each, so we know it's it's Nashville. Uh, okay. <laughs> be hilarious if that guy just has like no real sense of direction and just real world, just GPS is everywhere. Yep. It's like oh shit. <laughs> I've thought about that as like a a funny kind of like if GeoGuessr were actually popular and not just kind of like a niche online thing, but doing some kind of like survivor or I guess I, I've, I've, I've been rewatching Alone. Yep. So I made it. I'm like halfway through the third season of Alone. And then I was thinking about how you could do some kind of hybrid of like Alone and GeoGuessr and like The Amazing Race with What's GeoGuessr it? people. The first season is uh, when Jordan wins, or Jord- Jordy. Of uh, Alone? Yeah. Mm. Guy who kills the... Uh, uh, man, he kills the um, Wolverine that ate his... Uh, no, I don't think that was season one. Season one uh, was that Allen guy. Oh, okay. Did you the see the Jord- just- Jordan one? That hasn't. I, I sort of remember the one you're talking about. That must be. He kills like a fucking elk or a moose of some sort. I forget what. Maybe that's season five. I don't think he's in season three, and I know season four is the one where they do couples. Oh, boring. But at this one, season one is the guy who, like, starts out just eating like, like, shellfish and, and uh, like seaweed. Hmm. And you're like, this guy's definitely going to be out. This, he's like eating like the brown shit between the bark of trees. Uh-huh. Just like not eating enough. But he just like slowly works. And he's eating slugs. Um, and you're like, you can't eat shit like that. You're going to get like a weird. <laughs> Stop gonna, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Worms or something. But he just works his way up from like starting out eating just like shit. Like literally like seaweed and shit. And then he like 
increments up to like tiny fish and then like crabs and then he's like catching real fish um and by the time they come and get him because he won he's like oh i could have done this for like another two months um yeah that guy was a that guy was a g but yeah you just jump to drop some like geo guesser dudes in random spots around the world and like make them find other places or something gotta be something there uh houston texas <laughs> <laughs> i can tell by all the chopped and screwed music <laughs> yeah <laughs> can tell by the huge things sticking out of people's rims there's a lot of scrapers on the street <laughs> we well, gotta do a challenge on that of geo guessing I feel like I would just go over over ten easily if it wasn't in America. Who that shit's us? fucking impossible. Yeah, I think I could get at least two. Like how how close do we have to get? Like I just say like South America. So it's so you can um, uh, you can pick different formats where all you have to get is the country, or you can do it where you get scored based on how close to it you are. So like you could be in the wrong country. Like if it's on the Russian border, you know, if you're doing just guess the right country, you want to say Russia. If, but if you do like the distance one, right. You, Mm -hmm. if you, you could be in the wrong country, but as long as you're, but if you're like 10 miles away because it's on the border, you would get a higher score than somebody who was in Russia, but they were like, you know, the other side of the country. Okay. So there's different forms and you can, and you can do ones where it's just, I mean, there's a whole bunch. They're all like crowdsourced. You can do where it's just the United States or it's just even just like the city of Austin. Um, or there's one where it's only, it, it always places you in front of KFCs to figure out what country you're in based on the KFC that you're at. Okay. All kinds of stuff. Okay. Okay. I could deal with we could, that. We could do it. I think we'd be okay. It just it's all based on um Google Earth. So or Google Street View, I should say. Did you, did you see not to, not to derail this conversation, but Derail away. Did you see that like early two thousands skate shoes are coming back into style? Like the old chunky globes or the mm-hmm. DC no way. the DC shoes with the big splash on the back of them. Who, give me an example who's who's making them like like legitimately dc shoes or ones that look like that no like legit like osiris shoes are coming back uh globe um fucking whatever other one you want to talk about but why did billy eilish wear them or something i'm just, <laughs> I'm just seeing like a lot of did jermaine dupree wear them <laughs> feel like i'm seeing a lot more yeah. things about them you know it'll be like oh man do you remember these shoes but it'll be like four videos like that and it's like yeah i think these are coming back in jesus <laughs> interesting shit that people used to get made fun of is like fashion now it's all cyclical man i can remember having the old like squishy giant tongue globe sneakers yeah. Yep. No, I had some globes. 
I have a couple of pair of Nike Dunks that I wish I didn't skate because they are worth probably six or seven hundred dollars now. Need to look up. I'm gonna look up some Nike SBs. Yeah, that's what I mean. I skated a lot of those because I just had them, and I was like, ah, oh, got that's forty like- pairs of shoes. I can I can fucking skate in these. I mean, I guess you can get those thirty dollar Walmart Etnies now, so it was bound to come back. Damn, they don't just have like regular. Oh no, they do. I guess There's some nice, some nice dunks on here for some Nike SBs. Damn, why do they charge so much for Nike SBs now? That's yeah, crazy. it's kind of ridiculous. That's not fair. Everything's ridiculous. Everybody just wears these black and white low top dunks, huh? The the pandas. I guess so. It's yeah, like a meme. Yeah, it's like yeah. the most hated. I hate these things. Most hated shoe, most popular and most hated shoe, the pandas. It's just whack. Like, get some better ones. There's so many to choose from. I do like the ones. Uh, are those the ones with the black uh, or the backwards swoosh? No, those are the um, Travis Scott dunks. I like the backwards swoosh. Yep. Backwards swoosh is cool as hell. Travis Scott dunks are all really cool, but very hard to get. Jared, do you? Yeah. All right. Marketing question. So there's people I see like the, do you, is there just people that sit in a room and they're <laughs> like, like a serious question. They're just like, let's flip the fucking swoosh backwards. And then everybody's yes. like, holy shit. Yes. For sure. I saw, uh, what is it? The Malbone, Malbone, the yeah, thing we talked about. about. Yeah, they have a. I saw it today. It was a genius. Their Adidas collab, where the A is the Adidas A. Yep. How the fuck do people think of that? They just sit there all day, think of that. Um, I mean, kind of, yeah. That's fucking hard. I don't get that. That's crazy. Do music festivals still happen, or did the pandemic kill that? Oh no, they still. Uh, happen. Yeah, they like, still have. I mean, they like, still can do. You still, can you still go to something like Woodstock '99, where there's like fucking ten thousand people in a parking lot? Yeah, they. Like, I mean, they still do Bonnaroo and like Lollapalooza. There's one in Florida. It's uh, like North Florida called like Okeechobee or something EDM, and everybody always talks about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, all the all the EDM ones never even went away. Like Electric Forest and EDC and stuff all still happen. Holy shit! The Ben and Jerry's ones are like three thousand dollars. All the chunky donkeys. Yeah, yeah. that's because they were so limited. They were a quick strike, I think. No one's got the uh, Larry June Lakai's though. I gotta fucking look up those. Oh, yeah. I got those. Oh, no. People got them. I should fucking... People are trying to get rid of them now for like 300 bucks. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I look at some of the ones like I had the Old Spice Dunks. I think those sell for quite a bit now. I don't even think they were that cool when I had them. I haven't even worn these, but I want to wear them. I don't. I just. I'm not a. I'm not a just sit on them person. Yeah, here we them. go. 
size 11 666 dollars damn Ooh. size 12 425 that's probably what i had maybe an 11 and a half uh, 11 and a half 375 in 2020 so they're still selling too if only if only i know it's weird what things end up mattering and which ones don't like i have this pair of jeremy fish sp classics that i thought would end up being worth a lot of money and they sell for like as much as i bought them for when i bought them in 2007 or 2008 shannon don't listen to this i'm still carting those around <laughs> <laughs> oh shit you guys uh see what uh jay-z said at the grammys yeah, yeah what he was thirty three things, but she's never got an album of the year. I mean, it's valid, dude. He fucking he was like, "Suck my dick." Yeah, I mean, it's extremely valid. Business. My guy handled business. Like, for I, the I, only, I for the only like quote unquote hip hop artists who have won album of the year to be. Who would we say? Outcast. Ooh, Outcast. For for the album that had Hey Ya on it, which is like, come on. They had they also they were the last ones. It was them. That's crazy. Um, Wasn't someone it was such a bang. Was that the year they came out with like Roses and then Hey Ya right before that? Yeah. Dude, that was a fucking essential year on the radio. You guys remember that? Remember the Roses music video? I watched that shit on MTV like three times a day. Yeah. Dude, there's just a bunch of bullshit. If you look at it, especially if you look at album of the year, the year graduation was up. Roses. Herbie Hancock won instead. <laughs> what the fuck? How the, what the, who the fuck voted for him? I'd vote for him. The year college dropout was up. Ray Charles... One instead. Oh, Jesus. Get off their dick, dude. They don't. Oh, care. it was Nora Jones. The year the Eminem show, the 20, 2003, the year the Eminem show was up, Nora Jones won instead. What? Um. Yeah, I think it's, it's very valid that for like, in particular, like Beyonce, Jay Z, Eminem, like hip hop artists who have you know, multi-platinum records who just never win. And it's clear that like it, there's just a, there's just like, I don't know how the voting for the Grammys works, but they're just clearly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with giving hip hop artists album of the year. There's like no universe where you can say, you know, Jay-Z said, fuck you guys. Yeah, he did. Said, and it's kind of bullshit then also when, you know, they're always nominated. So they're there and you, you know, you, you, they use the, you know, they use the commercials and stuff or, or the nomination pool. Right. So you're like, Ooh, they're going to be there. Beyonce's nominated. She's going to be there. Eminem's nominated. He's going to be there. And you know, what are they going to do? What are they going to say? And it's like, 
or Kendrick, you know, has never won one. Like just, just bullshit. Paul, those last dunks I sent should probably be uh those look like they would they would look nice on you. I do like those. Ooh. Flight Club's got mad dunks that are like Ooh. relatively good price. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Like a hundred bucks. Dude, I like these jumbo phantoms. Damn, these are clean. I mean, Outcast should just win every year for that fucking album that had Roses and Hey Ya on it. And again, it's Outcast. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy any time people are just like, hey, this is fucked up. Fuck you. Uh, he was so nervous. I was like, bro, I didn't think you'd ever be that nervous. Did you watch the Grammys front to back? No, I didn't watch it at all. <laughs> I watched the first like two and a half hours of it, and then I went to bed. Dude, I like um, Jumbo Phantom. I might buy these things soon. Those are nice. Cool laces on a dunk, dude. That's awesome. Is that the ones you just posted? Yeah. i buy these things. Should. Oh, those are pretty sweet. Should I buy them and just start skating them? <laughs> just rip a hole, a hole in the side of them. You know, I watched that Baker has a Death Wish two video. It's really good. Um, but I feel like the one thing that's really changed in skateboarding since. When I was doing it, is that people ride big fucking decks now, dude? Oh like, yeah, like they ride like an eight and a half inch deck. I think when I was skating, a seven and a half was like considered kind of big, and an eight, only people who rode bowls or did vert ramps would ride something that big. Yeah, can, I feel like the thought used to be that you could flip a skinnier board a lot faster. Yep, exactly. I kind of wonder if I bought one of those bigger boards, if I would have been better. Could have gone pro. <laughs> no, definitely never gone pro, but I feel like um, my feet didn't really fit on the seven and a half board. And that's what I always rode because that was just like the common size. Yep. Yep. I think, I don't know what it, maybe it's like 10 years in when I started to get older in skating. Then I went to like the eight and a halfs and the chunkier wheels. Yep. I don't know what it is, just because, like, I think obviously your shoe size goes up, so we'll start riding bigger boards and getting off tricks cleaner. Or I think it might just be that you get, like, more power and you can actually just flip it the same way. But I snapped a ton of boards before that, too. Chunky wheels, though, is like, or bigger wheels, I should say, is the shit. Bigger board. <laughs> like, I think all three of my boards downstairs are all, like, eight. 8.25s and eight and a halfs. Now everybody, I assume everybody in that fucking, uh, or most of them in the video have like the uh, giant pants too. Oh, big oh time. yeah. Big pants. They went out of style when I was, uh, it was super, all skinny jeans. Super young. It was all. That's what I'm saying. Big dude. pants. Big pants and old chunky skate shoes are back in. 
I never went the day of the Janowskis. I could never skate. I never understood the skinny jeans thing. I'm just do. I I was on dicky uh, work pants for until that before they got hip too. And I couldn't fucking buy them anywhere once I got hip. And they're expensive. I had to buy them at Walmart. Some motherfuckers. God damn. Get Kyrie Irvin on the podcast. Yo, Pops, call him up. All right, just send me his number. Send me, <laughs> his, send me his address since he seemed to know where people live, and I'll just go drive by a few times. <laughs> oh, I haven't done anything with that information. What? Which one? What? Ad, what information? You know where people live? No, the uh, how close I live to Mac Jones. Oh, yeah, you fucking didn't follow up on that. I mean, I went by his house. What else am I going to do? Pretend yeah. to deliver a pizza? Allegedly, of course. There's nothing illegal about driving by a person's house. Unless he turns up dead, in which case, this is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen that Instagram? Uh, it's popped up in my thing of the... Uh, I think he he lives in China, so he's a Chinaman, and he lives in a van and just like <laughs> has like a hot plate and puts like a crab in it, and then a bunch of ramen, and then just slurps it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you wait till you guys wait till it pops up on this guy's just eating. He fucking has a hot plate thing, and then he just puts a fucking crab on it, and then a pack of ramen. Obviously, he's in China, so he's doing it right. And then that's like his dinner every night. And it's like, bro, these people eat the crabs every fucking night. It's crazy. Just a crab he caught from like the local river. Oh, God. He's like, I got this for six yen. Sand. It's a soft sand crab. I'm like, oh, God. Wild. These light blue lakais are nice. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't like crab. Jared, speaking of lakais, that reminded me. Of the fight story, and you have to apologize for everybody that listened with the with your your hardcore friends yelling in the background last episode. Oh yeah, if you caught um, well, Aiden had asked me about the uh, the trip. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I got a I got a funny text message. Um. Yeah, if it, when when I got asked about the trip, and then I was kind of trying to tell the story, and then I was just rambling, um, and you maybe heard yelling in the background. That was, um, so the homies all. Were, so we got back. We got that. We got back that day. There's from no like, way, dude. The mighty mighty Boston's are actually still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think i think that was the day we did like the country music hall of fame and we went to the grand old opry and we did some other shit and then we got back to the uh airbnb and they were like all right what's next we want to check out this pinball bar that was by the house and i was like all right guys i gotta be super gay and just like take an hour and a half whoa to, what uh, the fuck dude <laughs> 
<laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you, man? No, no, just in the in the context of like you're on vacation with your friends and you're like, hey guys, I can't hang out for an hour and a half. Not that yeah, I think, right, that- dude? You're on vacation with a bunch of guys that's gay as gets already. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fair. In the bachelorette capital of the world, <laughs> bachelorette party. All right. Anyway, whose bachelorette party is it, guys? Nobody's. <laughs> no one's. <laughs> Elvis is here. <laughs> We're all the gay best friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we love the king of rock and roll, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're here for a greasy spoon. <laughs> oh, no. In fairness, it did seem like a fun trip. (laughs) Yeah, it was a totally totally fun trip, dude. It was a great trip. Uh, You get what I mean in the sense of (laughs) being like, hey, guys, I can't hang out. I have to record a podcast right now. That's dedication. That's dedication. Paul left his fucking parents last week to record a podcast, bro. Come on. He didn't even remember they were going to be there. <laughs> he was like, I forgot my parents were coming over from Western Mass today. Very different than me driving from Boston to, to Nashville with my recording equipment. Oh, my God. In any event, they were like, we want to check out this pinball bar. And I was like, you, you guys go ahead without me. I'll meet up with you. I got to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And they were like. They were like, fuck you. And I was like, nah, I'm serious. And then they left and it was all good. Pinball. And then <laughs> pinball. So they went to the pinball bar. Um, and then, and then I was expecting like, you, you, you should be able to spend like two hours at the pinball bar in my head. I was like, I'll do the recording and I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with them for like the last like 30 minutes, 45 minutes of pinball bar. Nope come fucking storming in storming back in the airbnb at like like 45 minutes after they left just fucking yelling shit angry yelling explaining loudly while i have headphones on uh, the machines were, were turned off they turned yeah, off so, agent orange so here's the shit <laughs> so here's the shit they did turn off agent orange only in the jukebox so here's the shit it was apparently like a tournament night or like a, a league night, pinball league night. And they took the, so specifically my friend tall Dan, they took his money. Nice. Um, they took his money to, you know, make quarters or tokens or whatever for the pinball machines but then unbeknownst to the group, you cannot on these tournament nights, there's like half the machines in the bar. You can't use cause they're reserved for the tournament. They've already got quarters on them. Whatever the case may be. I don't, I wasn't there. I don't fully understand this part. So they're trying to, they keep going up to a machine. They want to play whatever, like creature from the black lagoon machine. And they're like, Nope, you can't play that one. That's part of the tournament. It's like, oh, okay, it goes up to the, like, 
Mars Attacks one, and they're like, no, that one's for the tournament. And he's just getting increasingly pissed because it's like they're not like how do you know which machine there's nowhere it's listed and people just keep being like oh hey man you can't use this machine it's for the tournament and he just gave money and so he just basically loses shit and he's like he's like what the fuck uh how am i supposed to know which machines these are and he's like and they're like hey dude it's just like a tournament and he's like this is bullshit i put money in that machine and they're like it's free play and he's like no it took my money and he's like Apparently, just like there's these like eight or nine dudes in this tournament league who are who are like, hey, man, this is like a thing that happens every every Tuesday, like or Wednesday, like. Chill. And he's just like, fight me. And he's like, he's like, I'll fight all fucking nine of you dick lips, like fight me. And they're like, hey, man, we're just going to call the cops. (laughs) Like, no one's going to fight you. We're just going to call the cops. And then he's, like, yelling at the bartender, like, why did you take my money if it was going to be this? And the guy's like, I, what? Um, so your friend uh, was intoxicated? Yeah. And they saying him at the bar is what you're saying. So, really, it's their fault. No, here's, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's their fault. In the court of law, it's their fault. Well, no, here, hear me out. You're the bartender. Wanted to serve them. No, it doesn't matter. You're the bartender of the pinball bar. And somebody comes in and they're like, hey, give me $10 of tokens. They're, they're belligerently drunk. No, I wanted to serve them. Doesn't matter. Not important. Unimportant point. And, and they're like, hey, give me $10 of tokens. And you know, because you're the bartender... That it's league night and half the machines are off limits. Would you not be like, hey man, just just so you know, there's like a league event happening and like half the machines aren't available. So you can definitely have these tokens, but just like be aware that, you know. You have to go on that section over there. Yeah, you can't use certain machines. I think I would have said that. I think I would have said that. I think I would have been out front. And then in the situation where the dudes where my buddy's pissed and he's like, what the fuck? I'm angry. You could have diffused the situation by being like, hey, man, I understand. You didn't know. Here's your $10 back. Just like here's a drink on me. Here's your $10 back. Just like have a good have a good time. But the bartender fucking escalated and was like, dude. Fuck you. We're going to call the cops. You're an asshole. You're going to go to jail. Like, there was a million ways to handle that better. And I'm not going to say that my buddy wasn't being kind of an asshole, but, like, that's just, like, that's life. I think the bar could have done a better job of, one, explaining up front what was going on. Two, Uh being, like, like, it's not like he was, like, elbowing his way into like machines that were in use. It's like this machine isn't in use right now. He put money into it. He started playing and they were like, you can't play on that machine. It's like, well, I mean, it's a, it's pinball. It's going to take a maximum of 10 minutes. Like, what is the issue here? And they should have fucking given him his money after the point where they were like, okay, this was clearly just like, this guy's never been here before. He didn't know. Give him the fucking 10 bucks back. 
don't fucking escalate. So I don't remember what it's called. Um, I'd be like, you know what? This guy's belligerently drunk. Well, that's what fucking. Well, that's what happened. Um, I'm not guys drunk. You get a DUI now. Sorry. <laughs> Automatic DUI. Ten thousand dollars down the drain. Good job. Yep. I'd say, hey, buddy, get the frick out of my bar. <laughs> yeah. Get the put your fucking drink down and get out. Well, that's basically what they did. They were like, leave. We're called. We just called the cops. Like, leave. Um, and so that's when he left and like came storming back into the Airbnb. Um, but here's what I'll say. No quarter, no quarter pinball bar. You're fucking on notice. You're on notice. Yeah. You guys really suck. Do you think he was worried about getting arrested? Not for the fight, but they were going to arrest him because he was gay and with all his buddies. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what he was mad. (laughs) Hey partner, you're going downtown. <laughs> this isn't what we need in this goddamn city anymore. We don't we don't cotton to your kind here. <laughs> you guys bringing this shit around here is fucking depressing. You guys drove down in the car. All right, get it. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> you guys drove all. Dro- oh God, get out. We're dudes in an Airbnb together. <laughs> in a shared common Airbnb, where the whole building is Airbnbs. Um. So the, I honestly, I think I'm. I think I don't like Airbnbs. I think I'd rather just stay in a hotel. Oh, they're ridiculous. Verbo, shout out Verbo. I mean, I would say like the thing that in in the case of a really like, bad Airbnb experience is is ten times worse than the worst hotel experience. I've ever yeah, had. I haven't had a really bad Airbnb experience in a long time. Like, I think they clean their shit up. The only um, bad hotel experience I've ever had was the bloody blanket, bloody yeah. blanket and Ebor. Yeah, but I'll say I'll say where Airbnb was clutch is like that Airbnb that I got in the Smoky Mountains where I had a cabin on the peak of a mountain. Yeah, you, like there's no hotel scenario where you can do that. City Airbnbs, not good. City Airbnbs, yeah, it's like somebody's. It's like the spare room in somebody's condo, and you're like in their house. Yeah, that's no um, way no. We rented one in Maine one time, and it was it was like they they turned their um, garage into an Airbnb space, and then the bathroom had a door on both sides, right? And if you opened up the door on the other side, it went into like their kitchen. So I yeah. woke up all hungover, and I'm like, I'm about to just destroy this bathroom. <laughs> and they were in there eating fucking breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Is taking like the worst shit you've ever taken in your life, and they're on the other side of the door talking about the newspaper. <laughs> oh, so you yeah. you ended up sta- bro, you stayed there too. That's a G move. Oh yeah, we stayed. It was like pretty nice. Other than that, that was just fucking weird. <laughs> just being like, well, I'm, the only thing between me and their bat or their fucking kitchen right now is this door that has just like a hook and eyeball on it for a lock. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Um, so the last, just to cap off that story, the last funny thing, there's a tiki bar next door to no quarter, the pinball bar, tiki bar called, uh, tiki Mersala. No, oh, it had a stupid, but clever name. Hubba hubba tiki tonk. (laughs) 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 You guys roll into there. We rolled into Hubba hubba tiki tonk. Next. 
<laughs> next night. No. Um, no. <laughs> so we go in there the next night for like, you know, uh, after dinner drinks, whatever you call it. Uh, having some having some tiki drinks. And Tall Dan ta- tells he's he's just still fuming about about the pinball bar situation. And oh so he's God. he's fuming about it to the bartender. Just about how bullshit it is. They're assholes next door. He hopes they come over here because he's gonna because he's got like unfinished business and whatever. And they're like, or actually, no. Here's what it is. So we were. He goes, I'm that bartender, dude. No, no, it wasn't quite very close. So we're drinking, we're drinking, and it's like it's like quiet. And I mean, it's a Thursday night or Wednesday night, whatever night it was. They're like, hey guys, like it's 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 like more lively next door and you're and like we're you're allowed to bring your drinks next door if you want and he's like and he's like fuck no there's no way i'd ever go back there and they're like wait what and he and then he tells them the whole story the bar the two bartenders that are working and they're like they're like dude it's the same owners like we all work we all (laughs) work shifts back and forth he was like they're he's like they're not bad people over there like give it another chance and he's just being like he's be like fuck that now if they come over here i'm gonna fight them and so then this like this, the partner was just like just had that like ugh, like I don't know what to do right now face, um, which was great. Obviously, nothing ended up happening, but it was great. Um, just muttering under his breath is a fucking fight to show. I mean, literally, yes. Fucking fucking luchador, motherfucker. And so then I had to be like, <laughs> then I had to be like extra. Like not myself and and be just like really chatting up the bartender to to seem normal. Um, yeah, we're just four dudes in a car, no big deal. <laughs> said, oh, I, I don't know why everybody a, keeps bringing it up. Lo- I love that. That's awesome. No, so basically, I had to be like, oh, so you like making like drinks, dude? Hey, I you come here often? You ever heard of uh, Manama? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, it's a liqueur out of uh, Ukraine. Yeah. So, a rock. <laughs> so <laughs> is your apron, you fold it over to get how does it come? <laughs> um, but dude, I had a similar, my last bad Airbnb experience was when I was in, when I was living in Tampa for like five months and I had that Airbnb in Orient Park. And it was supposed to be that I had the whole house. Um, but it was really the whole house minus the garage that the owner had turned into like an, an apartment for her and her two special needs sons. <laughs> and like, you got, you got a live shot of love on the spectrum. Just dribbling a basketball. So much seven. worse than that. Um, so she definitely didn't intend ever intend for that long term of a stay. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, if somebody needs, if somebody booked the the house for like a week, sure, you pull you and your son into the into the or two sons into the a garage apartment for a week, and you made a cool, you know, grand doing that, um, and you can survive. She definitely did not plan on having to do that for four months. So she was like, she, I was like, oh, I thought the listing was for the whole house. And she was like, yeah, you have the whole house. I just have this, like, we have to sleep in here, but it's fine. You won't hear us. We won't make any noise, like all this. And of course, like her two sons have no ability to keep up with that promise. 
And after three days, they didn't understand why they couldn't go into their house. So they would just like scream and bang on the walls and like turn the doorknobs and stuff. Um, I was, I was was working. So I'd leave, I'd leave for work every day. And I told her, I was like, Hey, I, I mean, I work, I work, uh, like 40 minutes away. I'll be gone most days, most weekdays between like, you know, like 8am and four or 5pm. So then I'd come home from, uh, from work, be pulling into the driveway and her kids would be out playing. And and if they saw specifically, they would just run at the, at the, the van. But if they saw a phone, they saw me holding my phone, they would chase me. Like they just were obsessed with phones and she was like, you have to hide your phone from them. They just love phones. Um, so that was fucking weird. Uh, there was ducks everywhere. She had like remote control of the thermostat. So like it's fucking Florida. I would turn it to like 70, which feels normal to me. And she would put it back up to like 86 every hour. And I'd put it back down to 70 and she put it back up to 86. And then I was like, Hey, like it's fucking sweltering in this house. I like stop. And she was like, if you, she was like, it's not a, you're not allowed. She was like, it's illegal to turn the thermostat that low. Like the EPA says it's illegal, which I know is bullshit, but (laughs) (laughs) was that. Um, and just in general, so the, so the one door besides the outside, there was a door in the kitchen that led into their like weird apartment. And if I was in the kitchen cooking or whatever, then they, her kids could hear that I was in the room next door and they would just like pound on the door and turn the doorknob and everything. It was so fucking weird. Um, and I did that for like, actually stayed there for like four months. I would have just been like, I'm out of here. This shit sucks. That's the thing, though, dude. I mean, in the hotel downtown Hillen for the same amount of money. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I told. So that was originally the arrangement is that it was going to be a lot cheaper to do that than to get a hotel for you know four or five months. Um, and and I had like the amount of money that it was going to cost for that time period, like pre-approved. And then like when I talked to uh, my boss at the time about it, and they were like, they were like, just just cancel it and get in and like get a hotel or get a new place. Like stop dealing with that every day. But I felt fucking bad. I was like, clearly this woman who's like a single mom raising like two, like very raised kids. Like, yeah, they're like early teenagers, like probably 11 and 12. And just like, yeah, not, not on the spectrum, just like genuinely retarded. Uh, like she needs, I was like, she needs the money. Like, like I, like I get out of this and she loses like five grand and she probably needs the money. So I did it. I did a, I did a good thing in life. I feel like when Aiden and I were uh, splitting that apartment where they would like clean it in between when we were there. Yeah. I feel like I never had any real weird. There was like one old guy who lived on our floor. That was pretty weird. Just like way too nice basically. But in in Pittsburgh, obviously, weed is still fairly legal, kind of taboo, maybe. And uh, one of the dudes at the grow gave me some really strong weed, and I got wicked fucked up one night. And then I had to go back and get on the elevator, and I got on with these people, and I felt like it was just the worst, worst elevator ride of my life. Just bad vibes, just like staring at the people, and they're just grimacing at me the whole time. 
I'm like, this is bad enough that I'm wicked stone and I'm in an elevator. Like, I don't need you guys fucking staring at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, this guy's this guy's high on drugs. <laughs> then on the way out, I offered the valet dude who I I got to know because I don't know how long were we there, Aiden? Like a month, a month each. Yep. So I got to know that one dude with the glasses and the blonde hair. And on the way out, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got like. <laughs> couple eighths of weed you want it and he was like oh no dude i don't do that kind of shit <laughs> i'm like okay yeah the fucking ballet guy at a hotel or at an apartment complex you definitely smoke weed yeah i don't do that type of stuff bro he, he got totally weird about it like like offended that i offered him weed and then i was like oh my god this is terrible I always tell my family that I love them and I make sure I give them hugs because I never know what day is going to be my last. Whether it comes 100 minutes or 100 years from now, I'm going to make sure I take care of the people who I care about. I'm going to live every day to the fullest. It's my guy, dude. I can't believe he's like a CPA or something. Giving everyone hugs. I stumbled upon this guy. He's he's, he's blowing up, you can tell. Oh, yeah, he's an, he's an ex-Tony P. Comments are growing. Somebody Tony. said if him and Tony P ever met. <laughs> he would dominate Tony P. <laughs> he, would, he is so fucking good, dude. That guy, we need to bring him on the pod. I mean, I he actually could. I don't understand if he's actually just dumb or if he's extremely smart and then it comes off as dumb. He is uh, very I think he's stupid. Just, I think he's just 100% genuine. Everybody in the comments loves this guy. I'm going to live every day like it's my last day and not take anything for granted. I'm the best dressed guy working from home today. When I work from home, I'm 100% locked in. (laughs) Dude, that guy. That is crazy. He wears those crazy ass glasses, not even ironically, the sunglasses. Mm -hmm. He's got fucking wacky hair. It's got oh, a really dude. big forehead too. He fucking does the hair the same exact way ever. Him and Tony P have the same problem, whatever it is. God help us if if that dude ever starts cooking. <laughs> oh, he's I sh- he's he's shown his grocery cart before. It's pretty hilarious. Grocery cart, I'm fine with vegetables, Tony orange juice, rice. Got to stay dialed. You got to feed your body what it wants. Oh yeah, Davis Clark. <laughs> Tony P's biggest downfall was was showing us sam- how he cooks salmon. No, oh. his his biggest downfall was when he started to pretend like he was a suburban dad. Dude, that is so weird. He's LARPing as a, I mean, when he not even pretending, dude, he would literally have the caption or the tag for his reels Me. be life as like a aspiring suburban dad, dude. I saw on his latest one came up in my because I unfollowed him and I looked just at the comments and everybody's like, damn, the downfall of Tony P and everybody just hates on him now. That's fucking awesome, dude. Flew too I close mean, to the sun. He's it's just that, that whole weird bit that he was doing. It was just weird. So I weird. think it was a bit. As a suburban dad, I've never had any of those conversations with my wife. As a suburban dad, yeah, I'm going to just lie about where I am. <laughs> when I'm hey, honey, I'm not, definitely not at the football game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having beers with the boys. 
it's like this guy is Tony P is just fucking loaded, dude. His family's loaded. He's like, I'm at, I'm seeing another Pats game. He's just like in a box every time. Dude, he's I think in he's a fucking box. I think he started getting uh, famous enough to get like invites and stuff. Ugh, God. Because he was going to like influencer um, conferences and stuff. So I think at that point they start giving you tickets to to do your videos and stuff. But yes, he got either he's richer or he, he started getting like influencer perks, but either way he lost, uh, he lost his relatability, whatever, whatever degree of relatability he had in the beginning. I'm just a guy who wears shirts and does weird things with my arms. Oh, that's the thing, dude. How do you like, yeah. Like the fucking arm cross thing was like, here's me doing the arm cross thing again. But then, he, but then he just leaned too heavily into it. Like it became his like brand and you're like, no, that wasn't it though. Yeah. Then he had to rebrand as the aspiring suburban dad. I'm the best dressed guy in working from home today. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dude. the other crazy thing. See, that guy's cool. He's like, I'm fucking a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some fucking. I will always prosper and surprise. And, and there's survive. some like passable Cookie Monster pajama pants girls out there that would definitely <laughs> oh, sleep yeah. with dude who has six hundred or more Instagram followers, and still you can tell neither of those dudes are getting laid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. Davis Clark gets laid at least two times a day. Easily, dude. <laughs> easily, easily. That's, that's the only way he can <laughs> always prosper and survive. He loves God. I'm the best dressed guy working from home today. Whenever I'm at home, I'm always locked in. Locked in. Got to. Someone's got to look after this money. It's wicked funny because now he's on Shannon's algorithm. No way. She sent it to me and she goes, this is a you, Aiden, and Jared thing, isn't it? I was like, yep. He's he's going to be in every intro from here on out, dude. He provides just such good content for us. <laughs> got to stay dialed in. Got to stay studying. Got to stay working. I'm going to spend my whole Saturday studying for the CFA three-level exam. God, so imagine guy, working like next to that guy. Best. You just come back after like a normal weekend. He's like, what'd you do? I fucking studied all weekend. You're like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Yeah, listen, Davis, I don't like you. <laughs> Every meeting uh, he's like, Yeah, I'll stay, I'll stay, I'll stay late. I'll I'll get that handled on Saturday. And he's like, I hate this guy. It's like, don't worry, I took minute by minute notes as to what we talked <laughs> yeah. about. I'll summarize it in an email and send it to everybody. Gotta stay, you gotta stay locked in, guys. Come on, let's get this money. Let's finish this day strong. It's like, shut up, dude. I've We're all just trying job. to make the most money possible off these guys. I've got all my deliverables for the next month. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, what's your goal? What is your goal achievements looking like right now? Shut up, Davis. Well, now we definitely can't have him on the podcast. (laughs) Just going to have to delete the last 50 minutes. Just invite him before. uh, Invite him and get the like. Get the yes before we post this episode. Bring them on. We're like, dude, do you actually just really suck to be around? 
When it, what's your weird shtick going to be? Tony P's with Suburban Dad. What's yours going to be? Tony P eats salmon every day and cooks it in his goddamn whatever he's going to work in. Hey, here's me cooking something in a suit coat. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking this, ridiculous. This is, a, this is a dry clean only piece of uh, for, or clothing, but I'm going to wear it to cook salmon. Even mm-hmm. if I'm making fucking bacon, I'm like, I can't just go out in this shirt now and just smell like a pound of bacon. Yeah. I'm going to brush my teeth in this suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. And it's like he's like he like wants his hair to be thinning somehow. I've never seen that before. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was 65 and lonely. That's what we uh, that's what I do, dude. To find these guys that like when they have like, you know, maybe 800 to 1000 likes, they start going up and cut them off, cut them loose. You know what, dude? This ain't for me anymore. Davis Clark has sticking power. Yeah. I'm the best dressed guy. I need to <laughs> let me find one more for tonight, dude. I love that he's just dead on looking at the camera too every time. There's no I, angle to his videos. No. What I appreciate about him is that he actually is like the worst person to work with because he just puts his random coworkers on camera. <laughs> This is Steve. He's the best CPA in Boston. He's he's got at least fifteen closed accounts. Oh my god! Steve's always locked in, dialed in. This is Steve, and the guys in the background just awkwardly staring at the camera. God damn it! Like, Fuck! I hate this dude so much. <laughs> it I'm the I'm the Robin Williams content. Because I always give my best effort and stay focused throughout the day. It's all about being accountable and doing the right things. I'm absolutely fifty thousand likes and three thousand comments on that. Our guy is blowing the fuck up, guys. Dude is absolutely locked in when he worked from home. Holy shit! Dude is an HR poster. Dude, legit. <laughs> yeah, I love his hat. His hat game is so sick. <laughs> Speech, press, All right. Now he's talking my language. Special. So whether it's love or hate, I formally invite you to keep sending those messages up to Boston. All right, I'm on board with him. He got me. You think he's <laughs> from Boston, or you think he works in like? Um, I think he's more from Boston than fucking Tony P. Medway or something. Uh, maybe Waltham. He's but like no, I bet he works downtown. I mean, that's where like all the yeah. works downtown. He, he does look like he was raised in Milton. No, what did we say? It was Winchester or something? He lives in Newton, dude. Oh, dude. No, no. I bet he does. Let me look it up. I bet you'll find it. Where's his LinkedIn say he's from? I thought it said Winchester. Oh, yeah. Let me check. Me and him are connected. We're friends. I could, actually, <laughs> I could ask him onto the pod. That's so true. <laughs> Winchester, Massachusetts. Where is that? That's near... Uh, like Melrose. Oh my God, is this him? Oh, he went to UMass. He was a safety at UMass. Yeah, he was born in Winchester. Safety. We should interview him on his. No, he never played a snap at. And then say, must have sucked. <laughs> Where's Winchester at? Like uh, Woburn, Melrose. Arlington, sure, right? it's oh. like a snobby, snobby, richy area. 
I got his uh, high school highlight football tape here. <laughs> Free safety, dude. Let's go. So is that a nice area? Yeah, it is. Davis Clark Winchester. So he's only like 27 years old. Address. I mean, that makes sense. Let's see if I could find this. Oh, yeah, I got it right here. That was pretty easy. Uh, All right, here he is. He's playing good zone defense coming up. Big Big hit. Oh, man. Oh, Here he is. He's dropping damn. back to play zone, dropping these. Oh, interception. Guys. Interception check, for a touchdown, pick six. Check that link out, dude. My our guy is living large. He was living uh, large. That is 7.3 thousand God damn. square feet. These bathrooms are insane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy, dude. What's going on in their basement, dude? Looks it like looks they have insane. Grow in their basement, dude. <laughs> looks like they have an entire dosing system in their fucking dude. These bathrooms are insane. Those are two oil burning heat or natural gas burning heat furnaces. Two of them, just for the record. And then he has an entire Seven, Dosatron on his wall. <laughs> 7,000 square foot house. You got to keep it. God damn, dude. How That's. Do you, think his, do you think his dad is like, if I ever find out that you weren't fully locked in it. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. This is insane how much money this fucking place is. Oh, if only I had that kind of money. That's crazy, dude. God damn, dude. That's probably undervalued, honestly. Dude, that's insane. Winchester, Massachusetts. Doing it right. I'm saying. The fucking houses in this fucking place are insane. No wonder. I told you he was just probably really rich. That's why he has like no fucking way to, no clue how to talk to anybody. <laughs> oh my wild, god dude. this place He's is insane rose quartz rose quartz walls <laughs> jesus nothing like luxury when you're taking a shit oh yeah yeah dude they this probably got, fucking, imagine the apartment that he has in the city they probably got the really nice um, Japanese toilets that talk to you mm-hmm. dude that oven is ridiculous Dude, do you think he lives? Is that far to commute to Boston from there? That oven has eight burners on it. That'd be kind of a hike. Uh, so he, oh, maybe I don't know. What? Oh yeah, I bet you they probably got him a sweet fucking apartment in the city. Yeah, losing. Yeah, but unless you want, goes home on the weekends, but has the apartment. Oh yeah, East Boston in the seaport. He's got no. Nah, he's got East a seaport Port, apartment. Right, damn. Maybe I just don't know because I was too poor to ever live in one. But I feel like the apartments in Boston, there's no like true luxury apartment. Um, that's why I said that's why I said the seaport because there's so much of that that's new construction that they did actually build, um, like high rise apartments with 
you know, like luxury penthouse kind of stuff in mind. There wasn't a whole lot of that. Like the apartment Tom Brady lived in was on, was on uh, Mass Ave and Newbury, but they renovated that whole building, like basically for him. I got to see a couple of like the really nice apartments in Fenway, and I always felt like it probably wasn't worth it. No. Like there was ones that were up above, so you could kind of see into the stadium and stuff, but. Oh, when they built that like Trinity or Trilogy building? Um, you know where Baseball Tavern is? Or was? Or where the old um, Burger King used to be? Yep. There's like luxury apartments right there. I went up in those a couple times. Yeah, I know, I know the one you're talking about. Not the Trilogy, but yes, same area. I don't know. It's kind of funny. I don't know who I was talking to lately about it, but like Fenway used to be kind of a ghetto. Oh, dude, when I was living in, um, when I was living across the fens in like the Wentworth dorms, mm-hmm. yeah, that was like a dumpy area. I mean, 2006, 2007, yeah, that was like, it was a stabby area to be hanging out in. It's very weird to be, like, to go down there and be on like, Peterborough Street or Queensbury oh. Street or like that all of those like kind of neighborhoods that were pretty gentrified. I'm like, I used to like go to house parties here. And I it's like Kilmarnock. Kill yeah, yeah, where it's like these like blocks of houses were demolished. Mm-hmm. Like they're like they don't even exist anymore. And like I used to party where this like Tate bakery is now. You know where the um that bar church is? Yep. I lived across the street sure from that in a, in a um, alley level apartment. So we used to have parties, right? And there would be bums that would hang out in our fucking alley, just like that. It's just where they hung out all the time. And people wouldn't want to come over because they'd have to enter through the alley. And there'd just be like two or three bums standing outside our door, basically. So we used to go out and give them, be like, I'll give you half a pack of cigarettes and like four Bud Lights if you'll just leave for the night. <laughs> <laughs> pay the bums to leave i know exactly where you lived yeah, i think it was 91 kilmernock you gonna say 95 but i was not far off maybe 95 hmm. we had such a nice apartment it was so funny like not nice in the sense that it was like um luxury or anything but the building otherwise was like mostly um like mostly like single apartments with like uh, med students and shit in it. <laughs> We'd have like 150 people in the basement and having a party. <laughs> we got so many complaints, dude. The people who lived across the um, alley in the next bordering building threw bottles out the window at us one time because we were frustrating them so bad. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I lived in Section 8 housing when I was a freshman and got evicted. Um, but before the eviction, they made us go before the Boston Housing Authority to like explain why we shouldn't get evicted. Um, <laughs> and we promised we wouldn't have any more parties. And then we celebrated. And then the um, like whatever housing court was like, okay, as long as you don't have any more violations in the next six months, we won't um, move forward with eviction proceedings. And we were like, hell yeah. And so we celebrated that night with a, like, we didn't get evicted party. And then 
and then someone filed a complaint. Which um, honestly was in their worst interest because turns out they don't just get to evict you right away. It takes like four months to evict you. Mm -hmm. So we get the notice that we're going to get evicted or that they're starting eviction proceedings. And then we're like, okay, cool. We're definitely getting evicted in April. The next four months, we can just be as big of assholes as we want. And so there was like a, there was like a four week period where every Thursday, Friday, now nah, four weeks is too long. There was like a two week period where every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we had a party and, and every time somebody pulled a fire alarm and like the building got evacuated. And like, you can't do anything at that point. Like you've already started eviction proceedings. They can't do anything more. <laughs> oh man. It's just so funny to think about being 21 and living in like a way too nice apartment or way too nice of an area, I guess. Wow, yeah. church doesn't exist. Oh man, Hideon's church is way is gone. gone. Yeah, I'll, I mean El Pallone's still there, I think, but most of the stuff over there is gone. Hideon's Cafe is now a high rise. What a bummer. Yeah, dude. Just, I mean, I I don't know which parts of Alston you lived in, but just like take a drive through Alston one day, and you'll just be like, "Fuck," Joshua over and over. Gone. Everything's gone. I used to live next to Joshua Tree. I lived behind it. Like drive down Western Ave, which like, I guess, I mean, if you didn't live in lower Alston and might not mean as much, but like Western Ave, Western Ave is all new construction. It's, it's actually freaky. It's like hard to orient yourself now. One of the craziest experiences I ever had was at the liquor store, Jersey Street Liquors. It was next to College Pizza down, it was like a block from Kilmarnock. Yeah. And this bum came in and that store was ran by a black family. This bum comes in and just starts yelling the N-word at them. Ooh. And they're like, all right, bro, like I know, like he lived like in the neighborhood and they're like, just leave. <laughs> and the guy kept doing it. And the one younger dude who stocked the shelves in the liquor store just came out, fucking knocked him out and dragged him out of the store and left him outside. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's like, coming. he's like, my bad, bro. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get my beer and leave. <laughs> I was like, that was fucking wild. That dude had that coming. Also was clearly a bum for a reason. Oh yeah, guys, we did it. One one twenty. That's a pod. Say your say your goodbyes. Shouts mm. out Toby Keith, who recently passed away. Uh, yeah, in, in honor of Black History Month, Toby Keith has died. <laughs> shout That's out Black Keith. History Month. Uh, shout out. Um that Asian guy who eats crabs in his car. Yes. Um, all right. See you later. See you guys. Bye-bye.